You're listening to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. It is Friday, December 20th. Isn't tomorrow the longest day of the year? Shortest day of the year. Whoa. Shortest day of the year, longest night. Longest night. Yes. There we go. Tomorrow night yeah. into Sunday. Yeah. Oh Solstice. And then, and then we get longer days. <laughs> Slowly. It's not that. I started to say hey, it's not overnight. but that would my be, bubble, man. That's just wrong. <laughs> Friday. Speaking of things that are short, hey, that was hey, a good segue. I set you up for that. Thank you. You're that was welcome. a really good one. That wasn't even planned. <laughs> Five minute Bible studies for teens. We're going to take a look at that here in just a little bit, and uh, we're also going to take a, get a preview of Advent for Fourth Sunday in Advent as well. Yes, <laughs> it's the coffee hour. I'm not even wearing flannel this Friday. I'm we're not either. We're wearing a very festive Christmas sweater because it's almost Christmas. Psh, it's Advent. I'm sorry. Still Advent for another few days. <laughs> Thanks to Concordia University, Wisconsin for supporting the Coffee Hour. Find out more about Concordia University, Wisconsin at cuw.edu. Live Uncommon. Joining us by phone this morning, Pastor Clark Schultz. He's the author of Five Minute Bible Studies for Teens, available from Northwestern Publishing House. Pastor Clark, thanks for joining us on the Coffee Hour this morning. Morning, guys. How are you doing? Pretty good. <laughs> Yeah, I'm here. It's cold outside. Okay, I forgot to ask Sarah what coffee are you drinking this morning? This is Colombian. Colombian. It's very good. Pastor Clark, in his preparations, made sure that he would have coffee this morning. I told him to be prepared to disclose its origin. So I have a cold brew with a splash of cocoa mocha in it, you know, just to get me going for Friday. Nice. That sounds amazing. Although cold, well, I don't know. Wonderful. He's a true Wisconsinite. Cold <laughs> brew on a cold day like this. How is the weather in uh, in Wisconsin today? Oh, you know, it's wonderful. <laughs> Fair to partly cloudy. Cold could snow tomorrow. You know, the usual. As it goes. <laughs> well, Pastor, you have uh, you serve a congregation. You've served in a school. You're a coach and author of Five Minute Bible Studies for Teens. Why is it important to you that teens have a biblical worldview? Man, what a question. If you, I always go back to when we were teens. I sound like the uh, grandfather back when I was young. <laughs> back in the um, day. <laughs> you know, you know it, the idea of it's just a different world that we live in, especially with like the social media and the idea that you look at depression is on the rise, especially among these young adults. And the idea of just being able to be unplugged from technology it's uh, amazing that these students you know with all of the connections that they have the struggles that they face it's it's something that uh, while they need those to maybe be in school they also need god's word and it's something to stay focused on as far as hey it's a short book you got about five minutes just take some time out of your busy day and uh, spend some time with god so this is, it's literally called five-minute Bible studies, uh, but why, why Bible studies in five minutes? Well, the, the story behind this, I was asked by a friend, he said, hey, we're thinking about, you know, with teens being as pressed for time as they are, what are your thoughts on writing a book that is five-minute you know, Bible studies, and I'm looking at them. I'm like, well, that's my attention span. <laughs> so yeah, I think I can. Uh, I think I can do that. And you know, it's real short. It's real, and and it usually I like the concept that they present. It is write a devotion and maybe put a thought question after it, and then it could be something that you think about all day, 
or if your head hits the pillow, you think about it at night, and then, okay, how can I apply this? What is actually in these? I mean, a, a Bible study can cover a whole lot of stuff. It's uh, almost implying that the Bible is complex. No way. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I took a lot of uh, my references from the book First Hezekiah, but uh, no, <laughs> actually, actually, we... Um, uh, it was it was carte blanche. They just said, "Hey, what are um, some stories that resonate with you?" And you know, truth be told, it's I've, I've just switched gears. I've been at a parish now for six months. Love it, but for the past fourteen years, I was in a high school. And basically, what this is is either conversations I've had with teens, uh, ways that I've started class, or even devotions that I had in our chapel. So, again, it's probably one of those where you would say it's like my greatest hits of, boy, I like this story. I, I, this story resonates with a student that I, I helped counsel, and, you know, it's, it's kind of gone from there. I had the chance to preview the book a little bit, and uh, I, it looks like you draw out some of the saints or heroes of the, of the Bible. I don't know if hero is the right word, but um, <laughs> what can we learn from these biblical examples? What is it that you want your readers, the students, to learn from these biblical examples? You know, it's one of the things that it, everybody thinks we we do obviously have to be perfect. That that we understand, but we have perfection through Jesus. And sometimes we put these biblical heroes on pedestals and say, "Well, you know, I could never do that." And then Satan's right there to pounce and say, "Oh, you know, you're a Christian and you said this or you've done this," and and he wins when he gets you to run in the other direction. But what I like about the people that are in this book, and especially in the Bible, is, you know, they're, they're shown with their warts and all. You know, and God could use fishermen, tax collectors, you know, uh, the, the down and out, the broken. He can certainly use any one of us uh, to uh, carry out his mission here on earth. And at the same time, you know, it's, it's a gospel. It's the, second, it's the idea of second chances. And to see that in print or, you know, it's one thing, yeah, God loves me and forgives me. But then to see it and to relate to it uh, from, a, from a biblical standpoint, it's, it's powerful. Yeah, I think we do often, uh, as you said, put these people, uh, saints in the Bible on a pedestal and think, oh, well, look at all the great things they did or, or the, the great faith that they had. Um, I could never be that great. Uh, but, but there are a, a lot of things that we can learn from all of these saints and heroes, especially teenagers, probably. Mm-hmm. Agreed. <laughs> uh, how how can uh, a, a teenager or maybe a teacher or a parent use this book in daily devotions? I've had some parents contact me that are from the high school that I served at over in uh, Lake Mills, Wisconsin. And they're like, oh, we, we bought the book and we're using it as our, our, our supper time devotion. And right there, that's a lost art. I know mm. it students going in like 15 different directions. The, I always remember someone saying the family that prays together stays together. And uh, the fact that there's a family sitting down at the table and uh, not looking at their phones, but uh, looking at God's word and connecting that way. And then they use that as the, with the thought question at the end. Um, other people have uh, used it in their homeroom. A uh, homeroom is basically at the high school where we have devotion time 
and one of my uh, former students, he actually painted a mural of Batman on my wall. I didn't at my at my uh, classroom. I didn't know that I wasn't supposed to be painting on the walls, but he halfway through it, he's like, uh, the principal comes in and goes, "Yeah, you're not supposed to be painting on the walls." I'm like, "Ooh, can I keep it?" And he's like, "Well, I guess." Not. So, anyways, that student is now a teacher, which is really cool. And he said he's using that book in his homeroom to uh, encourage his students and uh, kind of picking out some of the the topics that uh, might relate to his kids. So it's kind of a it's, it's, a, it's a cool thing. And if I had to pick a favorite, it's uh, page 119. It's think of all the people that have influenced you in your life. It You know, I, I'm not disregarding any occupation there is that's out there, but, you know, can you name who your mailman is? I can't. But can I name my kindergarten teacher? Can I name my uh, eighth grade teacher? Can I name my basketball coaches that have been influential in my life are are people that uh, have encouraged me in God's word. And, you know, if you can keep paying it forward, you know, and the next generation that reads this and looks at it and says, you know what, God can use me broken and all, and I can make a difference in someone else's life. So literally, it only takes five minutes. I read through some of these, and you you really can whether you're doing this individually or in a in, in a family or a, a small group, um, maybe before school or during school, during lunch, uh, during dinner. This is it, it. Really, is handy that you can just uh, spend five minutes. You don't even have to sit down. It's true. <laughs> You can do it standing. Yeah, I've done you, you know a couple. I've jogged in place while I've read one. So that's as long as I can, I can, I can jog. So, <laughs> so and it's. I know it's it's written for teens, but I read through it, and anybody really could could benefit from it. You think, Pastor? Yeah, I've had. Yeah, I've had a few people that. Um, because they know me, they're like, what? You wrote a book? I said, yeah, believe it or not, and it doesn't have pictures, and it's not talking about Clifford, the big red dog. So I said, yeah, I, re- I wrote a book. And um, they're like, oh, and they read it, and they're like, wow. You know, they're, some of them are superhero nerds like me, but at the same time, they're people that just, they have a busy life, too. And they're like, man, this, this one really struck me. And, and I give all credit to the Holy Spirit. I'm one of those guys. <laughs> It, to, for me to be talking about this, I'm kind of like bashful. You know, I don't even watch myself preach because I'm like, ah, I don't like what I said there. I don't like what I did there. So, um, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of being a, a superhero, what, what was the word you used? N- was it nerd? Superhero geek? <laughs> yeah, I'm a superhero uh, nerd. Yep. Uh, I, I believe you, you prepared adequately for today. You, <laughs> I, I think you said you were going to, what socks were you wearing today for, for our conversation? I, I don't know if you guys checked your email, but I wanted you to know I'm a man of my word. I sent you the official Captain America socks. That I <laughs> Always Marvel. Sorry, that's my... Yes, yes, Marvel, you said. I, I agree. Awesome. Pastor Clark Schultz, author of 5-Minute Bible Studies for Teens, available from Northwestern Publishing House. Uh, NPH.net is the place where you can find the 5-Minute uh, Bible Studies for Teens. Thank you so much, Pastor Schultz, for being our guest on the Coffee Hour and sharing your book with us today. No problem at all. God bless your weekend. God bless your Christmas. And if you haven't got your Christmas gift yet, boy, oh boy, do I have a good stocking stuffer for you. It'd be a great way to start control. off January, too. It yeah. would, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Coming up in just a little bit, we're going to take a look at Advent 4 with Pastor Jonathan Baker. You're listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. Oh,